0: The KTSA Home Improvement Show with Martin Bamba, presented by Window World. Talk to Martin now, 210-599-5555. Now, Martin Bamba. Hey,
1: good morning, everybody. How y'all doing? Welcome to the show. It is the Home Improvement Show on AM 550, FM 1071, KTSA. And uh, so glad to be back, uh, back on the air this week. Uh, Had a little best of show last week and uh, been doing some traveling and uh, just uh, uh, good to be back with you guys. Uh, Thank you so much for making us a part of your Saturday morning. Uh, We love doing this show, absolutely love it, and uh, love answering your questions. Have great feedback every week from our listeners and uh, really feel blessed to, to be able to do this. Uh, obviously, hot weather persists, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about some things that uh, can help with your AC maintenance on the show today. Uh, we're going to, of course, take your calls and answer your questions. Always, that's that's first priority on this show. Uh, by the way, my name is Martin Bomba and that's my buddy Jim Smith right over there.
2: And we are here to help.
1: Good morning, brother. How you doing?
2: I'm doing great, great
1: uh i know you uh you had another uh little procedure about a week ago and uh we want to update the the listeners on on your health and how that's going and uh uh how is that going how are you doing
2: it's uh going good going good it's um, it was a uh another stent put in for uh, a different aneurysm that has not burst don't don't panic any anyone um <laughs> but uh it yeah it went good uh there was a little Complic- complication with the incision point, but that's all uh, taken care of now. So everything went went good.
1: Well, that's good, man. That's that's good. And I know you've been resting up a little bit and and uh, recovering. But good to have you back on the air. Good. To, I'm sure the listeners are happy to hear you too. Um, well, on, and then uh, on
2: the, and then the yeah, doctor gave me some insight as to why every time I had one I have one of these procedures, my speech goes like reverse uh, it reverts a little bit he said it's the anesthesia oh really yeah he said one of the biggest fears normally with older uh, folks but with me again because i have have had an injury in the brain he said the anesthesia sets back your speech
1: i did not
0: know that
2: i didn't either until he he explained it and that explains why you and I have talked that uh, how frustrated I've been every time they go in to fix something, this speech uh, takes a step back.
1: And, and I know that that must be uh, terribly frustrating to you, but, you, you know, I'll tell you what, all things considered, you sound great. Um, well, you know,
2: but now you knowing always
1: seem to pick it back up again, you know,
2: and they say that knowing is half the battle and it's true now that i know what causes it i'm not worried about that they're still damaging stuff when they go in
1: well that's i mean that's that's definitely um definitely not you know something that you want to go through any more than you have to but i'm i'm certainly glad that you have great doctors and a great team looking out for you and uh very happy that you're 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 on the mend again I,
2: i could never say enough positive about uh, the university health team or university hospital team, I can never say enough good about them.
1: Well, they uh, they have done a great job for you and on you, and uh, thank God for that. And glad you're glad you're uh, glad you're on. Uh, I'm glad you're here, but oh, yeah. I'm also glad you're on air today. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, so so, <laughs> trust
2: me, so am I. You know, I well, that's I, awesome. Man. That's why I decided to come into studio today because it's it's i just I like getting out of the house
1: well i'm i'm glad that you have the chance to do that and i'm glad you're there and uh i'm on the road but uh you know still get to do this thing that we we call radio and boy are we having some fun uh, <laughs>
3: absolutely wait wait, wait, a, wait a minute i'm not going to let that slide i thought he came in here <laughs> just to see me
2: oh I, I don that's part of my saturday uh uh, uh uplifting Seeing you, it's it's an uplifting experience. Oh, I think you know, okay. the word he
1: used was I think the, the word used was heartwarming. The last time he he described it to me. Well, you, uh, well,
2: heartwarming
3: is that what you said?
2: Heartwarming. You, you see, the the uplifting could actually double as it feels like a swift swift kick in the pants.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what that was. Uh, okay. Well, if if if
1: uh, if Jim expects yes men and either Don or myself, he, he's 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 sadly mistaken. <laughs> We're gonna give it to him no matter what, and uh, and and he knows it's all with a hundred percent love, man. Oh he knows yeah, it's all with hundred percent love. Uh, hey, listen, we've got some some other things to talk about on the show today. I'm gonna tell you a little bit about uh, my my trip to Santa Fe with uh, with my beautiful wife Debbie this this past week. Uh, tell you about a few things that uh, we saw there and and uh, experienced there. I will tell you the architecture is so unique. If you've never been to Santa Fe, I'm I'm going to tell you about it here in a little while, and we'll talk about that. Want to give you an update on the backpack wrap up. Uh, we of course had our backpack drive going on for the last month. We wrapped that up last week, and uh, very pleased to say that we uh, collected. Over 215 backpacks for the Northside School District, thanks to our great customers at Window World and uh, and, and uh, us doing like for like and uh, just uh, really, really uh, can't say enough great stuff about our staff uh, who helped put all of those backpacks together, stuffed all of those backpacks, and got them over to the Northside Independent School District. Thank you so much to the staff at Window World in San Antonio and New Braunfels. What great, great people, and, and my granddaughter, parker who also helped tremendously uh there's some really cute pictures of of her online taking the backpacks and helping fill the backpacks so uh good good life experience for parker too uh really happy that we got to do that we got a lot of lot of stuff to talk about on the show today i mean a lot of stuff but let's get to some phone calls and uh and and get some questions answered and, and get this show rolling let's go to penny penny good morning welcome to the show
4: good morning sunshine how hey, are you doing? Is, is, uh, well, I'm hot, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which is why I'm calling.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, well, let's see if we can help cool you off a little, Penny.
4: I have a question about my air conditioning system. We had a brand-new carrier uh, heat pump put in last year. Um, this year, it was working fine and, and seems to be working fine, except now – in the last two to three weeks, it has started where about noon to one o'clock in the afternoon, it doesn't cool anymore. It gets the, the thermostat, uh, the temperature gets up to about 78 degrees in the house. And we have it set cool because of medical conditions. Um, and it, it'll get up to about 77, 78 degrees and it won't start cooling again until after sundown. Is that normal?
2: Uh, Yes, it could be, um, unfortunately, because uh, an air conditioning system is typically designed to cool your house off between 25 and 30 degrees colder or cooler than the outside ambient. So if it gets up to 105, 107 outside, if you're getting okay. 75 to 77 inside, you're doing better than expected.
4: Oh, okay, okay.
2: It's I just didn't.
4: Maybe we had lost Freon or something, lost Coolant or something. It, does,
2: it, it should not hurt, it definitely won't hurt to have your, uh, your AC contractor come out and check it. I mean, even if you pay for a maintenance uh, inspection um i okay. say, i i i have always said that the a, uh, air conditioning system should be serviced twice a year once for we the uh, okay go ahead once for the uh, heating season and once for the cooling season
4: okay let me tell you we had it serviced in may okay because um It was shutting the thermostat down. Where the the thermostat would all of a sudden go off. It's a digital um, LCD one, and the thermostat would go off, and it would stop stop the uh, air conditioning unit altogether. And we had them come out then and and take a look at it. And being under warranty and everything, um, it didn't cost us anything. But what they what they found was that our drain line hadn't drained out, it was backed up. And so they cleared out the drain line and um, put a, uh, uh, a weight to keep the drain line going downhill because it had kind of had an upward turn to it mm-hmm. and made the, the drain line go downhill better. And we hadn't had a problem since until a couple of weeks ago.
2: Well I would say if you're concerned uh definitely call them back them back and have them just come out and do a check. I um, mean you okay. you may have to pay a a labor charge but it would be worth okay. it for your peace of mind.
4: Okay, okay. Um but it wouldn't likely be low on coolant.
2: No ma'am. It shouldn't it should, should not be. Yeah, uh, it's
1: it's unlikely at that age especially.
2: And uh uh the coolant is forever it never wears out and it never goes away if it if it gets low there is a leak
4: okay okay but if it it continues to cool down to 72 in the evening then it has plenty of coolant right probably
2: it's yet that that's what it would seem to me it's just doing doing the best he can to keep up during the heat of the day
4: okay well that. That makes me feel better, and I will give them a call on Monday and find out if they can come out and take a look at it just to double-check it, you know, um, and uh, hopefully it's nothing serious, so um, I in the meantime, I'm just going to stay- – Try staying cool between
1: 1 and 8 p.m. <laughs> well, that, that's all you can do. That's all you can do. Penny, thank you so much for calling. Sure appreciate you being here this morning. Let's go to Kathy. Kathy, good morning. Welcome to the show.
5: Um, I have a question. I, I had um somebody pour cement for me for a two-car garage, and um we have parted ways. And the, the two bids I'm getting, one of the gentlemen came in and said – um that it is too low and it's going to cost thousands of dollars for them to build it up so that water doesn't come into the building. And I said, you know, I don't ever want a problem with water. I don't want to, you know, be in my nineties running out there, you know, trying to block water. And, and, um, the second guy said a French drain would work fine. I, I don't know. Will a French drain work fine for that situation? I mean, I live outside of Lavernia. Um Occasionally, we get three inches an hour rain, and it, you know, it, it, I mean, may well, ca- only do that for twenty minutes. But
1: the the truth is that yes, a French drain would work in that instance, uh, if and here's the caveat: if it's constructed properly, uh, right? And, and it's and it's made to take on a large amount of water, and, and and that's the thing is you you have to make sure that if they do utilize a French drain. That they make it large enough and deep enough that it can handle uh, a large volume of water in a short period of time if if you do that yes absolutely i've i've seen many many drives um all over the country uh that have uh, you know a, a lower a, a higher drive that drops down into the garage with a big grate across the front of it that you know evacuates water whenever they have pretty good sized rains yes, that will work um and and if it if it's considerably less than uh than building up uh i i would not hesitate to tell you that that'll be just fine.
2: And Kathy, okay. you said you live uh close to Lavernia?
5: Yes, outside of Lavernia between Lavernia and Sutherland Springs.
2: Okay, I live in Atkins and ah. i have uh my driveway uh, or my uh carport and garage are at the end of a downhill driveway. And Prince drains work wonderfully,
5: good because the one guy i I wanted a walkway in between um the family room and the greenhouse, and the one gentleman that wants to build the cement up told me, "I'm not even going to enclose the this because the the water's just going to have to run over the cement at you know to egress from your area and i'm like but that was part of the whole point." not have to walk outside go
2: go with the go with the french grains um it's gonna work wonderfully as long as like like martin said they're constructed properly and the man that suggested it to you um i would uh, think that he would know about them before he even suggested it
5: okay so i how do I check and know if he's doing it? I have I have had the worst luck. You guys have talked to me before, the roof that was bad, the fence that was bad, the cement that's, you know, seven inches oh. off round. And, yeah, I'm the one that does mm-hmm. that. So how will I know? Kind, I don't want to call you guys and say, okay, well, I have these constraints strains and they're not
2: working. Contact, contact a private civil engineer and have them do a, uh, a water uh, runoff uh, plot Analysis. on your property. Yep. That's it.
5: Okay, and how do I – I just Google that for a second. Yes, ma'am. that. Yes, ma'am. Okay, I'll go to the library since I don't – we don't have Internet where I live. We live in a boonie, so uh, we can oh, wow. go to the library. Yeah, I know. Okay,
1: you're, you're living All back right. in the dark ages, Kathy. My goodness.
2: Send me – Kathy, send me an email at jsmith at com um we just got some wonderful internet service at the house and it's available in that whole area really yes ma'am
5: all right i will do that thank you gentlemen both i'm so glad you guys are back as a team you, you just sound wonderful thank thanks, you
1: kathy thanks so much for being here appreciate that uh nancy let's get to you before we go to break good morning welcome to the show nancy
6: yes good morning uh i was wondering i just i've been thinking about this uh You know, I have a two-car garage, and I put my car in there. And I'm just wondering, with the heat in that garage, is there anything that I might uh, have to worry about maybe exploding? Um, You know, some of those spray cans, uh, um, say, temperatures up to uh, such amount. Uh, Can you think of anything I need to think about Uh, in that garage you get first of all is your
1: is is your garage insulated
6: i do not know it's attached to the house and uh i do chances are good
1: it's when was the house built do you know about when the
6: house was built in 1995
1: yeah your your garage is insulated um you you probably have nothing to worry about if it's something that that you, you are concerned about, you want to drop that temperature in the garage a little bit more, uh, consider at some point putting an insulated garage door in. Uh, I, I will tell you that an insulated garage door will change the temperature inside your garage by at least 10 to 15 degrees. And uh, and, and that makes a bigger difference than you think. Um, insulated garage doors do you- are...
6: Go ahead. No, no, go ahead, ma'am. No, I was just saying with the garage door that I have now, it is not insulated. Is there anything that you can attach to it that would uh rather than putting a brand new garage door in since it's working
1: not really uh i mean you you can there are ways to kind of uh, rig it uh where you where you put you know some some foam insulation on it and attach it with you know adhesive, but that's really not the best the best idea. Um, I, I would recommend that, you know, when, when you're ready and it's in your budget t- to look at replacing with an insulated door. Otherwise, another way that you can help keep the temperature a little bit more, uh, manageable in there. If, if you're concerned with it is, uh, installing a fan, um, a wall mount oscillating fan, or even just a box fan that you put in there and leave on to circulate okay. the air. That, that will also help a little
2: bit and, or, uh-huh. and, or, uh, putting in a, uh, a small exhaust fan with an intake in uh, the side wall. If you can just turn the air in the garage a little bit, that's going to greatly help.
6: Okay, with the box fan, uh, would I have to keep my garage door up or keep it down while
1: it's No, ma'am, you don't have to keep your garage door up. Um, no, no, not at I all.
6: Think um, people do that. It, you, you can. It you helps. Can. It helps. Yeah.
2: if okay. if you're circulating but, uh the air uh in and out of the garage mm-hmm. it it will help but it's not uh required
1: but but back okay. to your original question nancy if, if you're concerned about uh, aerosol cans exploding or, or things of that nature it's highly unlikely that in an insulated garage even with a non-insulated door it's going to get hot enough to do
6: that okay, all right that's that's what I just didn't know. I just don't know how hot it is in there, and I just started thinking about that because I go out there and it's just so hot in there so
1: well anyway, and, and another I, thing to 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 put your mind at ease put a put a thermometer out there and see what the actual ambient temperature is in your garage. If it's yeah, less that, than a hundred degrees, I think you're fine
6: okay I, I, and I true. guarantee I it's
1: less than a hundred degrees. <laughs> would think Okay,
6: it, it just seems like it's
1: hot. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, but, hey, Nancy, thanks for calling this morning. Really appreciate you. Roger's been hanging on patiently. Let's go ahead and get to him. Roger, good morning. Welcome to the show.
7: Yeah, good morning, gentlemen. James, I'm glad you're back, and you sound great. I got a roofing problem. It's a minor one. Well, six years ago, my insurance company gave Dwayne from Roof Fix House over $20,000 for roofing, metal roofing and i still have problems at the very beginning we had no rain over here and then started raining and then the there was rain coming into the garage and the sheetrock fell down now i got also in the kitchen and i've had mm-hmm. nothing but problems with doing i called and they will not return calls but i guess because i did report him to the better business bureau years ago but these were subcontractors he had i need a good honest roofer that Will repair my leaks that I have in my garage, and in my kitchen area. That, that's the other place the water is coming into the kitchen, also, but mainly in the garage. Can you recommend somebody to honest? I'm almost seventy five years old.
1: Was this a standing seam metal roof?
7: Uh, stand. What do you mean, sir? What, was it
1: was it a screw? Okay, there's there's several different kinds of metal roofs out there. There's a screw down type. That's a V V-cramp. Uh, my guess is it's yours cool. is a screw. It. It's cool. it, it, it yeah, I'm I'm South, guessing yours South, is a standing scene. Schools. Yes. Oh, okay, so, okay. Uh you know, it's it's difficult for me to recommend somebody to come out and and do that because most people don't like to touch other people's work, but um the you might want to try calling Stevens Roofing. Um was okay. you might you might want to try calling them um and 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 you've you've exhausted every avenue with with the contractor that you had put the roof on um to to try to get them back out there you've given them every opportunity is that correct yes sir okay uh well i'm i'm sorry to hear that that they're not responding um uh, it's, that that's it doesn't sound like a normal uh way of doing business for that particular company and and uh you know and i'm not here to to cast dispersions on anybody but i will say that that you might want to try that or you might want to try southwest metal roofing um those are those are two companies uh that i would feel pretty confident in in uh you know having them come out and take a look at what you have and see if they can help you
7: no when i met Dwayne, he was a wonderful person he was wonderful you know i met his family invited me to his house had a party and there he's a wonderful person but the subcontractors they knew that they were not going to be working for him no more that's my job was the last job they had, so in other words, they got fired. And well, and, and, and I, I, I can appreciate that.
1: I can appreciate that, and, and but bottom line is, you, you you hired the company, you didn't hire the subcontractors, and uh, it, it should be the company that that comes out and you know and honors the work. Um, the, the subcontractors are are uh, neither here nor there, in my opinion. Whenever it comes to to hiring a company. That's um, always bothered me with with, and, and again, I'm not uh, speaking specifically about this company, and and we prefer not to mention their name. Uh, you know, uh, I'd like to give the benefit of the doubt, but whenever uh, whenever somebody uh, does a job, for instance, when Window World does a job for somebody, you're hiring Window World, and if the job goes fantastic, fantastic. That's that's 95 percent of the time or more. Uh, if something goes wrong, though, you shouldn't have to call the subcontractor to get uh, relief or, or or repair or something done about it. You should you should be calling the company that you contracted with, and uh, and and that's unfortunately that's not the way it is with some companies. I know that there are certain companies out there again, not naming names, that if if something goes wrong, you don't know who to call. Do you call them? Do you call the subcontractor? Do you call the manufacturer? Who do you call? And that's uh, that's never a good position to be in. But but those two companies that I uh, that I mentioned, I think that uh, one of them will be able to help you out and 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 hopefully get those leaks taken care of for you. Yep.
7: thank you for everything. Y'all do an excellent job. We see you
1: every weekend. Roger, All thank right. you, sir. Really appreciate you calling this morning. I always hate to hear a, a bad experience, but again, we don't know both sides of the story, and uh, um, just you know want to want to make sure that you know uh, you know w- whenever you pay a lot of money for a job, you want to make sure that that it's done right and you, you want to make sure that you have service after the sale and uh and and uh hopefully Roger can get that taken care of. Um let's see here. What are there's oh, I know what I wanted to talk about. Let's talk about uh let's talk uh oh oh yeah here's a cool one. Uh we've got uh, uh some big news with the show itself. Um we have got uh, a, an exciting uh announcement to make here in a week or two or so and uh we're going to be introducing a whole new show name, kind of a new feel and uh just kind of updating things a little bit. We 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 hope you like it. Uh and it's uh, it's coming soon. So just a little teaser for that. In a few weeks you're going to be hearing a new uh new theme song, new new name, new everything on this show and same same two old guys behind the microphone. <laughs> but uh <laughs> speak for but... yourself.
2: <laughs> oh uh, uh, yeah i i guess you could have been talking about don though Uh,
1: well (laughs) i could have been well i was talking about you and don of course that's that's (laughs) who i was talking about uh but uh but yeah we're we're real excited about that that's coming up uh here in the next couple of weeks as soon as production gets done on everything and we're very excited about that uh so
3: if it's the same people then it's it's not that big a deal then
1: Kind of, yeah. You're kind of, you're kind of, kind of, you know, raining on my parade, Don.
2: Yeah. Martin, you have to. You have I mean,
1: the bottom line is, it's not that big of a deal. That's, Martin, that's what you, I was trying to say. You have to, Don, I, succ- to, but Don put it so succinctly. Thank
2: you, you Martin. You, ha- you just have to remember who you're dealing with. Now,
3: if we had new hosts, then it would be a whole new show. Then. our, our well, new t- producer.
1: Well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm hoping it's neither one of those things. So there we go. That's, oh, if, okay. if, if that's the case, I'm unaware of it. So
0: let's,
2: <laughs> you let's know, hope and, not. And we're making jokes. Although
1: I will tell you this. I've I got to tell you, this is kind of some inside information. I shouldn't even be talking about this on the air. But but uh, our our PD is Greg Martin. And, and this is this is how much I obsess over this show Sometime I had a dream the other night. And this is a nightmare dream. Doc. Wait, wait, and, wait. And wait if, don't say no, no, uh, you,
2: What? I I, 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 is this the kind of dream we want to hear
1: about? Please. Uh, yes. Okay. Or no, I don't know. I have no idea if you want to hear about it, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Uh, the, <laughs> the, uh, so I'm on, I'm on the air and my, uh, my, my headphones go out and then my mic goes out and then I need this special piece to make the microphone work, but there is no piece to make the microphone work. And Greg is listening to the show. And he comes to the studio and, and, and I end up getting fired because of it. And uh and it was just a nightmare. I mean everything that could possibly go wrong in a studio went wrong in this dream or nightmare as it were. Uh and and uh and, and Greg was and Greg, if you if you knew Greg or know Greg, Greg's a super nice guy, just a really easy to talk to, easy going great guy. Uh he was not so nice to me. <laughs> he was really, really mean. And uh and and I was like, Man, this is the most horrible thing. Um but uh anyway, yeah. Have you ever had a dream like that, Don? Have you ever had one of those?
3: I'm having one right now. <laughs> 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 oh, this is I mean, all I, I, this it, is all a dream. It's
1: all a dream. <laughs> it's just all a dream. Uh but anybody well, who's it, been it, in radio it, for any any length of time <laughs> has has stories that will
3: oh, will yeah. make
1: you uh cringe you know about <laughs> things that could go wrong
3: and, in the and, studio and yeah. real life stories as well yeah, they are Not real. Just yeah, yeah i've, I've Not got
1: a couple just... of real life stories yeah. that, that were relayed to me from other people in the business and and uh my favorite one i gotta tell you is is one about uh this this dj uh who decided he he needed to go down and get a cup of coffee and a in and a, and a sandwich or something while he was on the air and uh he he uh, this is back when, when you were listen i've got to get into a break before i get into this is a long story uh hey let's uh, get back to the phone lines 210-599-5555 it is the home improvement show let's go to linda good morning linda
8: good morning i'm this is normally my work in the garden walk the dog time and i'm always walking in and out and going i should call them on this subject so <laughs> well, i we're have We're glad list you finally did today. Three. I have an old cable box on the house. It's marked Time Warner, so it tells you that it's at least 30 years old. It's Um, an oldie. I need to have it removed, and I want to do it safely. And I see wires in two different directions, and people have told me call Spectrum since they bought it out, but... Would an electrician know what to do, or do I have to try to contact a human at Spectrum?
1: Uh, you know, an electrician absolutely would know what to do, um, but th- there's no hot wires going to a no going to a cable box. But Did I it?
8: also have AT and T. No. I still have a landline. And so I I wouldn't want to cut the wrong line. You don't thing. want to clip the wrong line.
1: Yeah, you don't want to clip no. the wrong line, that's for sure. Uh as far as safety goes though, Linda, you could you could take that box off yourself. There's no there's no uh hot wires no. going to a cable box. It's just cable wires. And if you wanted and, to uh, make
2: sure that yeah. you didn't if you wanted to make sure that you didn't clip the wrong wire, most of the wires that are gonna be uh, touching that box or probably all of them are gonna oh. have screw on connectors take the connectors off and then follow that individual wire back to where it goes back into the house and cut it off with a pair of wire cutters.
1: Okay.
2: It's it, it's, a, it's,
1: it's, pretty, it's pretty simple and I hate for you to have to pay somebody to yeah. do something that you could very easily
8: do yourself. Well, I'm already burying my yearly income under the house and around the house this year. So <laughs> I'm having foundation and plumbing work done and it's, yeah anyway on to the other questions what is the life expectancy of a shower pan a fiberglass shower pan
2: uh well that's that's, that's going to depend on that's uh, going to depend on what you would call the life, life expectancy of your slab if you're having slab work done which you just said that shower pan is probably toast
8: well i am upstairs I have a two story. Uh. So that the showers upstairs and uh, that
2: that that actually believe it or not that makes no difference because if the slab moves the frame of the house moves.
8: That apparently that one corner or that area all of the movement was directly opposite on the house.
2: Okay. Okay.
8: So it's i I am not seeing anything at all in the bathroom. I was just concerned because I was thinking of having the actual glass enclosure replaced but of course i want I want an exact replacement or close to it i'm I'm not trying to upgrade I just want to get rid of old caulking old grout, but I think that I would also have to have some of the uh, tiles taken out and trying to match tiles i know can be a job it can be
1: it can I, be so difficult I, yeah
8: i didn't know whether i should mess with it or figure if you're not having any trouble don't don't fiddle
2: the shower, the shower pan even if you've replaced the tiles on the walls the shower pan should not be affected if it's done right
1: now don you said carol is on is it carol or is it linda that we still have online Carol, okay, well, let's let's get to it. Carol, good morning. Welcome to the Home Improvement Show.
9: Good morning. I heard the lady call in about insulating a garage door, and I I have a suggestion. Um, okay. I know that you all know what our board is. Sure. So my son did this, and then I saw this when I went to a yard sale about 10 years ago. So you take the R board, you measure it. And you just tuck it in between the panels of your garage door. And my son has said it has helped reduce the heat immensely in his garage. And there's no gluing. You just cut it to fit and push it it in there.
1: You're right. It absolutely will help uh, with the insulating value. He never has any problem with it slipping out or falling out on him.
9: No, never.
1: Okay. That w- that would be my only concern with doing it that way if if you can if you can get it in there tightly enough to where it fits and it and it and it's pretty snug, yeah, that's an mm-hmm. absolutely great way to do it and and certainly less expensive than replacing your your garage door. Uh and I've seen right. that done before, but but uh you know, my again, my only concern would be that it would be, you know, breaking and falling out, but absolutely it's going to no. add value. Absolutely it's going to make it more efficient.
3: Sure.
9: Okay, then I have a shower pan question. This house is 50 years old. And many years ago, I stopped using the shower because that little bathroom is on the back of the house. And I noticed that the part of the foundation that is above the ground, that looked like it was darker. And I'm thinking, could that be a leaking shower pan?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
9: Okay, so now my dilemma is, and it's a tile shower from the seventies, small. What are my options? Just to get somebody in there and tear all of it apart and install a new shower pan, new tile? Is that Do, the answer?
2: Does the shower have a um, um, curb on it uh, at the doorway? No.
1: So you just a you just walk. Is there a oh, lip? Oh, oh, is there a said,
9: lip? Okay. C-, C U R B. Yes, it does. It does have a curb. Mm-hmm. And
2: you have a door on it or a, a shower curtain? A door. Close the door. Turn the shower on. Close the door. Let it run for 30 minutes while you're watching that spot on the slab outside. Okay. Uh, for the most part, if it is a leaking shower pan. You're gonna see some moisture,
1: and if you don't okay. want to waste that, uh, yeah. And if you don't want to waste that much water, another thing you can do is is take a, a washcloth or two, clog the drain, fill up the pan, and let it set for about a half an hour or so, and go out there and watch.
2: Yeah, uh, uh, true. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, Martin. You know, you got to. I guess a, a more uh, uh, sensitive to the environment <laughs> look.
9: And I like that second choice better because then it wouldn't increase the water bill enormously. Right, right. Uh, So
2: just plug
9: that drain. I have a, like there's a white round, I don't know, you know what I'm talking about, those thin round things that you can put over a drain. No, 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 no,
2: no. No? No? Plug the drain. Yes, plug the drain from the inside because we want to see if the pan is leaking right where the drain is connected.
1: Uh, yeah, I think you're misunderstanding, Jim. Are you talking about the the type of stopper that you'd put in a disposal? No, just they're
9: just thin, round, white, light, rubbery things. If you just want to put it over a drain, like a sink drain, if you didn't have oh, a yeah, yeah. to.
1: But but that that won't be big enough to cover up your your um, drain in your shower. I would not think.
9: Maybe not. Okay, but a washcloth for sure. A thick wash a washcloth. Cloth, turn the shower washcloth. on. Let it run.
2: Yes. and Yes, let ma'am. It, and,
1: let it fill up. Let it fill up to about let it fill up to about two inches below the, all the right. top of that,
2: or that even lip. an inch below.
9: Wait, wait, an inch. Up.
1: But let that the about code. an inch of
9: water stand in fill, the shower.
1: Fill, fill, no, no, fill it up before it overflows. You want to you want to have a good amount of water in there, oh, not, not my just goodness. an inch. Okay, you want it to, you want it to be about an uh, about an inch or two below the lip.
9: Oh wow! Okay. Below the curb where you step over. Yes ma'am. yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Correct. Oh, okay. And then let it stand for about 30 minutes.
1: Right.
2: Or more? Yes, ma'am.
1: Or more. Or more. If you want to let it sit for an hour and just and, and just periodically go out and check that slab. And if you see discoloration, then you know.
9: Oh, well, very interesting. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that.
1: Well, thanks for calling. Appreciate you, Carol. And uh, get yourself a phone line, too, at 210-599-5555, 599 5555 That's the number to get in on uh, the home improvement conversation this morning. We'd love to talk to you. Uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah, I was going to tell you that little that little radio story. I I, I shared this story years ago, but I, I don't think that I've talked about it in, in quite a few years. Uh there was a station that I worked at up in, in the North uh, East Texas area, and one of the DJs there was telling me a story about a guy that he had worked with a few years earlier. And, and you know how these stories go around, Don, and, and, and you may have even heard a similar story. Uh, maybe they're urban legend, maybe they're real, but <laughs> but I think this was a true story. Uh, this DJ was working an overnight shift, and um, back in the day we, we used to play these things called records. Uh, that that were round and flat, and you put a needle on them. And they, you, anyway, <laughs> the kids don't know, but everyone else knows. Uh, so he's playing his, these records, and and back back then, when when doing radio uh, in in music format radio, you had these 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 particular selections of songs that we called bathroom songs, right, Don? Mm-hmm,
9: you
3: remember mm-hmm,
1: bathroom mm-hmm, songs?
9: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, And, and the a Garden of comes to mind.
1: In a God de DeVita was a perfect, it was the quintessential bathroom song. <laughs> That's right. It was the quintessential bathroom song. You could song, get a yes. lot done with that one. Yeah, you could. You could. You could, you could. You, you could. <laughs> yeah, you could. Uh, so if, if you needed to take a break, you know, there's not somebody that you can just say, hey, hey, bud, come in here and uh, flip on another record or two for me. No, typically, especially when you're there overnight, you're the only person in that building. You're it. You're the one. That's it. So you put on your record, and if you have to go do your business, you, you put the record on, and, and you want something that's you know uh, long enough that you can go, come back, and be there ready to put on the next record. Well, this fella uh, decided it, that he had to have something to eat and and drink. So he put on, let's say, let's say it was in, in a Gata De Vita. I have no idea, but let's say it was that. And uh, runs out the back door, hops in his car, goes down to the corner store to get a sandwich and a, and a cup of coffee what he forgot about was that there were railroad tracks between the radio station and the convenience store so he gets back in his car and as luck would have it the train's coming <laughs> the 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 arms drop down and he's stuck at the at the train and mm-hmm. he's listening to the state to the station in horror just <laughs> knowing that that song is going to get to the end and that needle's going to do that dreaded pop 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 Pop, pop, at the end of the song. Well, to his surprise, he's sitting there, and sure enough, the, the song comes to an end, and it starts over. Now, records don't run on a loop. They don't start over on themselves. If you start a record over, it's because somebody started the record over. So now he's even more petrified because he thinks that maybe, just maybe, the program director was listening, heard what happened, went in, and he was getting ready to get fired when he got back to the station. Well, as it turned out when he got back to the station, a uh, a homeless person off the street had walked into the studio and restarted the record and was sitting there at the turntable. <laughs> well, he was lucky. <laughs> but can you imagine? Can you imagine listening to your own show, having the record end and then having it restart and what was going through through his mind?
3: <laughs> Martin, I don't have to imagine, it happened to me. It's,
1: it's happened. Yeah.
3: yeah, it actually happened to me one time. Did but that I, really happen? Yes, what I one of my first radio gigs, and I was working in a, in a small town, and um, I was the only one in the building. It was a weekend gig, and uh, I wanted a coke, um, something to drink from the, you know, from the machine in the building. I didn't have yeah. any change on me, and I we you know I put the song on, and we were still using vinyl records at the time forty fives and yeah. uh, i I had about four minutes, so or three four minutes, so I figured okay, I'll run out to my my vehicle at the time and I'll get some change. <laughs> I know well, the, where this is going the door locked behind <laughs> me <laughs> yep, and the key to get in was in the studio at the time oh no and i it just I mean I just I wanted to to die, and I you know, and at that time. You know, because it was back in the olden days, cell phones did not exist. <laughs> so you know now, <laughs> you know really where I'm going now. So I'm I'm in my car, I'm listening, and I'm thinking, oh, how do I get in? I don't know how to get in. And uh, all of a sudden, here's that noise, gutjukum, gutjukum, gutjukum. This, I think, it went on for about an hour like that until I was able to get in touch with the program director. Oh, that's true. Come and, man. and bring me in that's the building.
2: Don, ha- how many times did you and Martin when I was still smoking? How many times did you and Norman Don't Martin know. have to come out and let me back in <laughs> the <is> door? <laughs>
3: <laughs> that is true. Several okay, times. I,
1: I, I know we're I know we're up against the break, but I've got one more quick one to share with you. So I'm 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 early in my career and I'm working at this little bitty radio station in Bernie and uh uh I'm I'm doing the morning show. On on this, if you can call it a morning show, that there, there was no show. It was me going in playing records and talking a little bit. But uh, but I mean, I had I was I was much younger. This was in my my younger days, my much younger days, and uh, had gone out the night before and was a little tired that morning. And of course, <laughs> I had I had to be at the station at about four thirty, five o'clock. We'll go with tired. But I was tired. Um, tired was part of it, and. Uh, and so I, uh, I, I I sit down and I start the show and I'm I'm about four or five records in and <laughs> this is when I knew I had absolutely no listeners whatsoever. Um, I told myself I'm just going to lay my head down just for a second, you know, during this this song. Next thing I know, I'm awakened to the phone ringing in the studio. Is it a listener? No. Is it the program director? No. It's my girlfriend at the time, and she says, "Martin, you okay?" And I said, yeah, yeah, I just fell asleep. I said, how long has it been doing that? She said, about 15
0: minutes.
1: (laughs) 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 So uh, I never laid my head down in the studio again. I learned my lesson on that one. Uh, Where
3: where was that homeless guy?
1: (laughs) Yeah, where was he when I needed him? Man, just sleeping on the job just like I was. Uh, Hey, uh, phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. Let's go to Mike. Mike, good morning. Welcome to the show.
10: Good morning, fellas. How you doing this morning, Mike? Oh, all things considered, not too bad. Um, you know how you got uh, West Texas and you got Far West Texas? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you guys are supposedly in South Texas, San Antonio, correct? That's correct. Well, I'm in Far South Texas. Oh. And uh, oh. we don't have, we do not have a lot of the amenities that you guys have up there in San Antonio and the surrounding areas. And uh, like, for instance, that Roof Fix, but there is uh, a company with the title roof in it. I, I don't know if I can mention the complete name or not. And they are offering uh, a spray on the roof of some kind of material uh, to extend the life of the, the roof. Uh, would you happen to know of any such type of company that supposedly they, 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 they warrant not uh to the extension on the roof another five years
1: well i don't know what kind of coating they're talking about now are they talking about putting a coating on
10: the roof after they put a yes. new roof on no no they just spray this material and i i, I don't know if it's a over your existing like, roof like, uh, yes sir
1: okay uh i mean yes there are certain there, there are certainly types of things like uh like cool uh, is it called cool roof
2: cool coat what
1: Cool Coat. Yeah, it's called Cool Coat. It's a it's a coating that's made to be rolled over or sprayed over your existing metal roof, or I guess it can also be put over a cop shingle roof uh, that helps reflect the heat and also helps seal up, you know, little possible s- small pinholes in, in possible leak areas. Uh-huh. Um, I've never heard of a company offering that.
2: Uh, um, neither but, have I.
10: But – I guess can I mention the company's? Can I mention the company's name because I've never heard of them before? Uh, uh, where, and, uh, where are they located? Where are they from? In Laredo.
1: They're down in Laredo. Okay. Well, yeah. I'd rather you not mention their name because yeah. I don't know if they're if they have a good reputation, bad reputation. Uh, but what I would say is, um, you know, do some research on whatever product it is that they're wanting research, to put on Research, research, research the product yeah, right. that, and the company. That, that's why
10: I'm calling you guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I I got to be honest, I'm not familiar with a lot of companies in Laredo uh just because it's it's not in in our service area with Window World, we don't go down there um and and and, and, yeah. and actually they
2: those those coatings would be typically something Martin and I would uh, a, advise a customer or I'm sorry, a caller to do it themselves and we would advise them how to do it because it's really that's a DIY. I've never heard of well, a company well, let, that let's, came in let, and let's, did let's,
1: this. Let's be clear about that. It, it, not necessarily, um, not necessarily a DIY. Dependent upon the roof. Uh, yes, if you true have that. A steep, You're true. If you have a steep roof, if you have a dangerous roof, that's that's hard to yes. to walk. Wouldn't recommend that to anybody.
2: But just Correct. remember, most Correct. of those coatings are going to add a significant am- amount of weight to the roof.
10: Uh huh.
2: And if you you said that they're they're warranting for 5 years if you have to replace that roof after 5 years it's going to be much more expensive to replace because now they have to get that coating off also
10: huh never thought of that yeah i guess that would make a little bit of a difference but like i said i have no idea uh the material that they're actually using if it's some kind of plastic if it's some kind of new chemical that uh they've invented you know there's so many things new things coming out nowadays Uh, you just don't you just don't know anymore but uh yeah well that's why I figured you know you guys are saying research research well that's what I was calling (laughs) yes sir I do believe they are a national company though uh you know the gentleman that I ran into that saw the sign on his truck he said he used to be uh uh, a teacher and he retired and he started this uh, business on the side so but i do believe it's a national company
2: well drop me a, an email at jsmith@windowworldtx.com at um in J-Smith. the email you can mention the, the name because i'd like to do a little research myself
10: j smith yes sir at,
2: Window at. World. world Tx.
10: Ah, uh, okay. The Tx. Yes. Dot com. All right. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Hey, thanks for calling, Mike.
1: Appreciate you, Jack. You're going to be coming right up. Don't go anywhere. Your calls too. I uh, want to tell you about a, a really cool event that's coming up at the end of September. In fact, it's coming up September 30th, 7 p.m. It's going to be at the Macomb Center uh, Rosenberg, Rosenberg uh, Skyroom at uh, the University of the Incarnate Word. Uh, that's on Hildebrand Avenue. It is the Lip Sync Battle Fundraiser. Uh, I got I got kind of talked into this by my friend Cleto Rodriguez, and uh, to, he didn't have to do a whole lot of talking. It's, I'm, I'm happy to be a part of this. It's called Humor for Heroes. Uh, it's their third annual Lip Sync Battle Fundraiser. Uh, benefits all kinds of different uh, military organizations, uh, it's a fun night. I have no idea what to expect. In fact, I called Coletto yesterday and I said, man, I, I have no idea what I'm getting myself into here. I need some direction. But. I can tell you that some of the people that are going to be participating in this are uh, Sean Rima from right here at KTSA. He's going to be there. Uh, Cleto Rodriguez is going to be there. Mike Taylor, radio personality. Uh, Rebecca Sanchez, who's a co-host on San Antonio Living. Jeremy Baker from Kins 5 is going to be there. And a whole lot of other people. It's going to be a lot of fun. Have no idea what to expect right now. But, uh, hey, listen, tickets are uh, $50 a person. Uh, and uh, if you go to CM. Uh let's see here. CM Well that's a weird uh, Cleto, that's a weird email. I just just go to humorforheroes.com. dot <laughs> com. That's the, that's the easiest thing to do. <laughs> I gotta talk to Cleto about his email address. Humorforheroes.com. Humorforheroes.com. Find out more about it. They're also looking for sponsors. Their co-title sponsors this year are Caravan Shaw injury lawyers and Ethos. Um River City Oral and Maxiofacial Surgery is also uh, one of their sponsors, as well as a, a, some other great folks. But if you want to get a table, if you want to be a sponsor, uh, get in there and, and check it out. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I'd love to have your support. Um, it, it is it is a contest, as I understand it. And, again, it's going to be hosted by cleto Rodriguez and Mike Hernandez. It's uh, Humor uh, for Heroes, Lip Sync Battle Fundraiser. Are uh, you on, competing, uh, Martin? I, I am, actually. Yeah, yeah. see. <laughs> a, a,
2: a, a, number one, that's not surprising because anything you can do to show off, you will.
1: Oh, come on now, that's, and, that's just
2: a, not. Great. And then also, would you expect anything less from Clato? <laughs> no, with the <laughs> with fun. the no with the email.
1: Yeah, I, I guess not.
2: No, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm I'm looking at this email. I'm like, who can remember that email? That's 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 horrible. Uh, once you, you once humor-
2: you do remember it, you'll never forget it.
1: Yeah, but man. I, it's, I couldn't even say it. I, just just go to humorforheroes.com. You'll find out all the great information and, and ticket information and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, hey, let's get to the uh, back to the phone lines. Spencer, hang on. You're coming up. Jack, you're up next on the Home Improvement Show.
11: Hey, Jack. Yeah. Um, hey, how you doing? Yeah, solar screens, uh, exterior solar screens versus window film i got a house with a 72 by 72 window, brand new home, but it faces toward the west.
1: Yeah, yeah.
11: And you can really feel the heat coming in during that latter part of the day. We're looking at putting a solar screen over it, but because of the wind conditions where the house is, they recommended that you put in like maybe three panels, vice just one big one because the screen would rip out.
1: So it's a really large window.
11: Seventy-two by seventy-two. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're they're right about that. You want to put it in in several panels because that's a lot of area to cover with one screen. It's it's almost impossible. Um,
2: uh, how many by, windows by, are?
1: It's one. It's one big picture uh, window. How many
2: windows are? Uh, how many windows are on that side of the house?
11: There are four, but three of them are. I will say normal size windows maybe seventy two inches high thirty six inches across, and similar to what I have in my home, but this other and and it's there's an overhang there, but this other window you can really feel the heat coming in it's a brand new house as well, you know yeah. and I thought a brand new home might with the good windows and it does keep it out, but you can still feel it coming in.
1: Well, I think you're gonna get your best results. Uh, here's my hesitation with, with uh window film or window tent is if you put that on, there are chances that it can build up heat in between the two panes of glass and end up giving you seal failure down the line. Uh you're not gonna have that problem with with the solar screen. The the drawback to a solar screen is the fact that it really darkens up the opening And with a, you know, a six foot by six foot picture window, you clearly have it there because there's some kind of a view that you want to have. And a solar screen is going to obscure and obstruct that view. However, it will help stop the heat Um, and it will help uh, achieve the goal that you want to achieve. If it were me and and I had to choose between those two, I would choose the solar screen.
2: Well,
11: Perfect. That's exactly what I was thinking. I just wanted to kind of validate my thoughts with
2: you guys. Something else to the, to consider also is just on that side of the house, or e- even just on that one window, uh, looking at uh, solar stream, uh, so- solar screen uh, extreme glass,
1: solar zone extreme.
2: So, I'm sorry, solar zone extreme glass, because that will uh, that would negate even the the need or the solar screens
1: yeah it's it's a glass that uh is ultra efficient in heat it's got a blue tint to it it's got a little bit of a blue tint to it we call it blue glass um but it it really does do the trick on western exposure it does
11: okay great uh so blue glass is what i'll that's probably what i'll remember in my head
1: yep you'll remember blue glass it it is an option. uh, it is an option. The less expensive option, of course, would be to, to put uh, your solar screen on there. But, you know, uh, you'll determine whether it's it obstructs your view too much or not. And, and then if it, you know, if it's not a great thing for you, there are there are other options.
11: Okay. Yeah, this is my uh, my daughter's house up in uh, Abilene. They just moved in and yeah. uh, we just noticed right. it. And, it, you know, it obviously gets hotter and colder up there, so. Oh yeah,
2: please. I, I, it I never think... gets hotter in uh Abilene. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well listen, I think that'll I think that'll take care of your problem, Jack. Thanks for calling this morning.
11: Perfect. Thank you guys. Appreciate it.
1: Have a great one. Hey, let's go to Spencer. Spencer, good morning. Welcome to the Home Improvement Show. How's it going, guys? Uh
11: I was how's, hoping that maybe standing. you could Good, yeah, I'd love to hear that. I was hoping y'all could elaborate a little further on the uh on the caller before last where y'all yeah, were saying that there was a, a DIY on, on doing the uh, the cool roof, uh, is there any kind of specific brands or uh, specific applications on, on how to go about that? I
2: have, you want to take that one? I have used uh, the cool coat. Uh, that's C-O-O-L-C-O. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. K-O. K-O-O-L-K-O-A-T. Cool Coat. I've used that on several applications, Um, even on uh, when we uh, 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 manufactured home that I lived in years ago. I even used that on the home. But I'll still use it today on outbuildings. It seals uh, screw holes. It seals uh, small pinholes. And it puts a reflective coating on the roof and keeps the heat down inside the building and it's the, the main um thing about it, that is make sure first you're healthy enough and safe to to get on the roo- uh, on the roof right right then you're gonna uh, wash that
11: leads me to my next question uh will it set up better say in the winter or, or is that you know maybe like a fall project when do you think it's the best time to apply that uh, I think fall or spring would be your best yes
2: time. Uh, as long as the humidity is not so high
11: Perfect, perfect. And uh, will that go on a metal roof
2: and a shingle roof, yes, or just sir. A metal roof? It, 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 yes, sir. Yes, uh, yes. Perfect, perfect.
11: I right, appreciate it, guys. I hope you all have a great day. Oh, all right. Jeff, but thanks, one, thanks, one, Mr.
2: one more piece of advice: don't try to seal a hole larger than maybe a quarter inch in diameter without putting something over the hole before you put coat it. Otherwise, the coating will run through stain anything that uh, inside the building
0: gotcha naturally okay sounds good guys i appreciate it hey thanks for calling
1: spencer appreciate you being here this morning let's <laughs> let's get to james james get us out of this man how you doing this morning
0: so listen i got one foot out the door my water heater started leaking thursday evening so i got oh. the water shut off and i'm out the door uh, i got one on curbside pickup at home depot fixing to go pick up swap it out but i got a question I got mowing faucets throughout, In the dual-handle faucets in the laboratory sink, I've got cold water. But in the showers, I have the unique handle that just turns left or right, hot and cold, and there's no water. Why would that be? I'm kind of perplexed. It's not a major thing. I'm just curious as to why. When,
1: when you say there's no water, you have no water at all in that faucet?
0: In those faucets, in the showers. In the uh, it,
2: shower. it, it, is your water... Um do you have the water turned off at the water heater?
0: Yes, just the inlet into the water heater, correct.
2: Okay, uh, first thing I would look at, number one, is that when you turn on a single-handle faucet, it's uh, the water that is in the cold uh, side is just going straight through the faucet into the hot side and filling that side because you have that water turned off and drained.
0: Okay, and then on the other, the two-handle faucets are hot and cold. It's it's plumbed differently. Yes, that's what I'm trying to figure. Yes, out. Yes, okay, the the, the hot and cold,
2: the hot and cold. You have to turn on the faucets individually to get right. hot, hot or cold. The single right, handle is oh, auto yeah. mixing.
0: I I see. So I, I'd have to see it, to kind of visualize how it's plumbed. Open up the wall, but I was just kind of want because that's been driving me crazy. Because I took a shower. After I turned it off in in my main shower, but I guess that was the water, the res- residual water in the in the tank. I'm yes, because now there's no water. Okay, yep. that makes sense.
2: Now right. uh, make sure when you uh, replace that heat uh, that heater, make sure yep. that you get the new uh, connectors for the top and a new yep. TNP valve. Yep. Don't try to re- yep. reuse it.
0: Yes. Well, they say they're they're factory installed now.
2: Oh, cool, correct? cool. It's been, yeah. few, it, it, it's been a few, it's, it's been a short while since I've installed a water heater.
0: So yeah, it's a rain, yeah. it's a rain water heater and online when I ordered it, uh, earlier this morning, it said it's factory installed at, that valve
1: there. Cool. Outstanding. Outstanding. Well, good luck all with that, James. Thanks for calling, man. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Have a good one. Uh, yeah, before we get out of here, I do want to uh, share a little bit about some of the things that we saw while we were in Santa Fe and, uh. Uh, especially as it pertains to architecture. Uh, if you've never been to Santa Fe, Santa Fe has a unique architectural design that is that it's all its own. And, and when you think about New Mexico, this is what you think about. But you don't realize that it's not all over New Mexico. It's really uh, in Santa Fe. And this extends from the homes to the businesses. If you see a, a McDonald's in Santa Fe or a Target or any other chain store, they all have this, this southwest Santa Fe architectural style. They've kept it very, very consistent. And, uh, and what that consists of is, is stucco exterior uh, in a flat finish and uh, oftentimes stucco ceilings in the porches. They also have uh, a lot of wood beams and wood ceilings in them. The other thing that's interesting to me about Santa Fe architecture is the fact that they have almost exclusively flat roofs and and you don 't see a whole lot of flat roofs anywhere else in the country anymore uh, on residential but in in um, Santa Fe a flat roof with these uh, with these these funnels that take the water out of the roof and 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 away from the roof, this is normal and typically these are membrane roofs that are you know either uh, heat sealed or or adhesive sealed. And, uh, and and because they're flat roofs, you really do need to get them checked about once every two years. Uh, but that is just normal in their architecture. The other thing that I found interesting is the fact that they utilize a lot of radiant heat to heat their homes, which means the entire floor in the entire home is heated with hot water. The other thing is air conditioning is not something that's a given. Uh, many of the homes there don't have air conditioning at all. The ones that do... Uh, Most of them have many split systems, either in particular rooms or throughout the entire house. Uh, But a lot of them still utilize swamp coolers or evaporative cooling, which is really uh, something that we don't see a lot here except in warehouses because the last thing we want to do is pump more moisture into our houses. But I thought that was pretty cool, Jim. What do you think?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm going to give you a little bit of use of knowledge. Do you know why the flat roofs?
1: Uh, I, I don't. I don't it know It used why. to
2: be where they collected all the rainwater as a cistern. Really? Yes, sir.
1: Well, isn't that good? See, you learn something <laughs> new every day. Hey, before we get out of here, I know we're short on time. Jim's email is jsmith at windowworldtx.com. My email is m B-O-M-B-A, at windowworldtx.com. Thanks so much for being here, everybody. We're going to do it again next week. Until then, peace, love, practice a little kindness. We'll see you next time on the KTSA Home Improvement Show.